I'm just stressed. I don't know about everybody else. Like, I got a lot. Can we going. help with anything? What's I, going I can't on? get below 100 emails in my email address box today. Like, I, I got there, and then, and then, because I love Angela, she sent me five, and I was like, Nah, I got to take care of these. Because you sent them to me, and I replied I know, to them. This is, I'm, not, I'm not complaining. <laughs> you're I'm so just, important, Trace. I'm saying you're like, so important. I we know. Thank you. Thank you. I think what you're doing is the literal definition of complaining. <sighs> <sighs> You're listening to Live from the News Dungeon, a nondoc.com podcast. Hello and welcome to Live from the News Dungeon, a podcast by nondoc.com. I'm Trey Savage, editor-in-chief of nondoc.com. I say that every episode. You wouldn't even know what episode this was. If you were just listening to another episode, thinking it might be the newest episode, but this is episode 12, mm-hmm. I'm having an episode. Angela, how are you? <laughs> yes, same. Good. I'm alive. I'm uh, here. It's good. episodic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Andrea? I'm here. I made banana bread. Yes. It does look pretty good. It's yeah. professional. I actually know that it's very good. Yeah. Um, we had it yesterday. Oh, you guys. Oh, go on. I had it. Yeah. No, it's full of nuts <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's, it's uh, perfectly cooked. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Thank it, you. It has a great texture. I feel qualified to say that because the Great British Bake Off is my favorite show. Mm. Well, you guys are just so flattering. I'm mm-hmm. going to bake so much more now. We yeah. care about you. Uh, absolutely. So it's Wednesday, June 2nd. It's uh, roughly 2.15 p.m. in the afternoon. We're here in the News Dungeon with a special guest. The only other remaining OG of non-doc, Mike Allen. What's up? We need like some chains dragging. We need to like insert some sound, a sound of some chains dragging. Some dungeon noises. Yeah. Oh, some dungeon. I didn't. Not know that what. I'm a ball and chain on the website. Yeah, I thought that's what that's, you were saying. Yeah, I thought oh, you were going that direction too. Well, double entendre. Yeah. No. I'll draw it next week. No, that's no, fine. no. Okay, great. Uh, so if you don't know, Mike draws our Sunday's comic. We had a. We originally it was called Sunday Fun Day, but then that was just too many characters, <laughs> and we just had we had some iterations that you know there were some issues you know we the had branding the branding just wasn't there. yeah I was yeah I didn't yeah. know what we were doing in September 2015 when we started the website um, we often paired you with some some bizarre poetry in the start and then and then you agreed to to crank out 210 words uh, a week and uh, that's I sometimes write actually true um, when I don't know what I'm talking about yeah you have, which is often yeah so. <laughs> uh, it, Speaking of which, we don't know what we're talking about, but we have you on a guest to talk about comics or political cartoons today. Um, and we thought that the best thing to do would be to have a discussion of a visual medium uh, in an audio mm-hmm. medium. Mm-hmm. Um, cutting edge. Perfect. It's cutting edge. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess my... Uh, well, the first thing I think I want to say is I want to brag on us because our last episode was our pet cast episode mm-hmm. starring Frizzy the cat. Yes. And... Uh, Other animals as fox, well. Red fox, the, the dog. No, what? Penny. Penny, the, that's right. Penny and... Um, Beautiful Penny. Porky, what's the other? Uh, Chip. Chip. Okay. Come on. <laughs> oh, my Porky. God. That's just mean. Yeah. And uh, and I think we, we asked Bryce Holland, our audio engineer and producer over here, how that episode went, and he said terribly. It was wah, actually our wah. lowest, lowest. There's some listen good stuff in there, you episode. guys. There is. There's a lot. But we probably shouldn't like spend too much. Are we alienating more listeners probably. right now? No one wants to hear the word baculum ever again. I think that was it. Um, so we have a big crowd with us today. We have, in addition to our wonderful new marketing intern for the summer, Kylie Hushback. Just Woo! wave. You're in the corner. 
Yell something. You can hear the whoosh from her hand. Wait. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, she's sitting here on the News Dungeon couch, and then we have... She's brave. Daniel Miley and Marley McDonald, who are part of our fundraising committee. And you guys can... You're just drinking uh, Guinness in the middle of the day. You're you're my idol. Yeah, you're drinking yeah, middle 2 p.m. beers because you work nights, Daniel, and so this is actually like midnight for you. Like the bar is closing <laughs> oh, down. Thank you for joining us then. You're yeah. really helping out all of Daniel's stalkers right now. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good stuff. Um, Way to dox him, Trace. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, this is where he is. Uh, come get him and have some banana bread. Um, so this week we wanted to go from uh, pet cast to uh, comic cast, and we wanted to have Mike on to talk about um, you know, his time at Nondoc, uh, all of the fun art things you do. Uh, and then we've got like a big question for you and, and some other discussions. So tell us about yourself, Mike. That's a small question. Oh, small. Okay. That is a little question. <laughs> seems, seems kind of broad. It's huge. Uh, so I, uh, graduated from University of Oklahoma with Trace, although I'm a year older, but, mm -hmm. uh, we worked at the OU Daily together. I have more gray hair. Yeah, that's probably true. I'm growing my beard out a little bit. I got Mike a has a hat on, here. so it's not really a fair competition. Yeah, no, it's no grays up here yet. Yet, <laughs> and we were, uh, you did comics for the OU Daily. Yeah, that's how we got connected to Nondoc, I guess, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, although you lived in the same house that I lived in in Norman, like right after I lived in it too. That's so true. Yeah, I smelled. Just, I smelled just all the things that one smells from another person's house. Yeah, probably a lot of spilled beer in there. There was not a lot of. Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, so I uh, got a fine art degree down there. So I've been doing art things ever since then. Um, do a lot of graphic design. Um, uh, currently host um, art shows with my buddy James Nim. Also, who, uh, also a friend of the site. Yeah, mm -hmm. contributor to yeah. Nondoc sometimes. Um, we do pop culture themed art shows at the Speakeasy every, well, not during the pandemic, but our next one is booked for September 4th. So pretty excited. That's so the, coming up. Those are really great. So some of the themes you, you get like multiple artists that come in and you get, you have like a theme. So one theme was, um, like Quentin Tarantino movies. Uh, one theme was, uh, something Kanye about, West, Kanye West, right. I forgot about that one. And then you had like something involving Alan Iverson and the, the, <laughs> that was more of an abstract concept. It was more about like unsung heroes. And okay. so we both agreed that Alan Iverson was a uh, unsung hero of the NBA. I would have just you I know. would have just bought an Eric Snow painting for as a Philadelphia 76ers reference. Never mind. Back. Okay. We we had a painting there that was um Al from t uh uh Home Improvement. Home Improvement, yeah. And that one was a giant painting and it sold. Yeah. I, I bought one of the, the last <clears throat> one I bought from one of your shows, I forget what the theme was, but it was um, it was Bender from Futurama. And then there was a head, you know how in Futurama they had like the old president's heads in a glass <laughs> and Trump's head was just like floating around and Bender was there and I, it's that's hanging in my dining room. That was at the Robots show. That was the that Robot was a good one. theme. That so was a what's good one. the theme for the September 4th one? So it's the author Haruki Murakami. Oh, so tell us a, about so Haruki. Cool. So he's a surrealist author, um, Japanese, obviously. Um, but he, he writes a lot about um, his experiences being a marathoner, uh, being very into baseball. Hmm. Um, I, I, he uses a lot of ima like animal imagery, so we thought it was a good idea to kind of translate that to um, art form media, you know, uh, visual medium, I should say. Right. Um, so that's is, there a, <clears throat> oh, is there a website or a way of Instagram? How do people find out about it? We have a Facebook group and a Facebook page. It's called Any Night Art Gallery. 
So as in like any night, there could be a show there at the bar. So, <laughs> But it's not going to be any uh, night. It's going to be September 4th. September and I 4th. encourage everybody yep. to check it out. It's, bas- it's probably my favorite art show series uh, that goes on in the city because it's just so different every time. And there's, you know, 10 to 30 artists who contributed, right? Yeah, we usually, we, we usually have around 60, 70 pieces. So, right. yes, I mean, sometimes it's 40 artists, you know. Um, and then that's in addition to we, we book bands downstairs, and then there's this, always a special food menu as well. Right. You had so, a fashion show one time. Yeah, we had two fashion shows, actually, wow. yeah. One at the Kanye and one at the... Uh, I can't even remember the other one, but yeah, there's been a couple. Yes. And we, we made a runway in, like a catwalk in the bar. Yeah. It was pretty <laughs> great. So there was cool. a lot of like, like, uh, Canadian tuxedos, if I remember. A lot of that. Um, yeah, we had a few, uh, local fashion designers. Some bedazzled, that, yeah. bedazzled uh-huh. jean jackets. There was some good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I just made some alley. t-shirts yeah. that went into that, but, uh, that was a fun time. Yeah. Angela, you're not wearing Coca-Cola <laughs> brand clothing today. I'm not. But this is still from a thrift store. Yesterday, you so were. You don't were, be upset. You were decked out in. My finest Goodwill apparel. Yeah, that was pretty good. It was fantastic. Thank look. you. It matched really my nails. strong. It matched my nails. <laughs> so we've, we had a big planning meeting yesterday. That was pretty good. Um, the legislative session is over. Uh, so my stress level has gone down a little bit, except for not, apparently. <laughs> but um, like, Wait, I have a question for Mike. Uh-huh. Kind of related to your stress level. Oh, uh-oh. Which is that I want to hear about the really early days of non-doc. Oh, from yeah. your perspective. Uh, so we used to have a lot more um, in-person meetings, I guess. It, before it was a dungeon, it was just a, a room in here, I guess. But uh, now it's all dark and there's <laughs> casks of wine over there, yeah. I think, or something. Yeah. 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 Or it's maybe it's look. blood. It's a look. Uh, no, it, it was fun. Um, it was kind of um, anything goes a lot more, you know. The, 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 everything was less focused. I would say. <laughs> okay. This is well, no, I, anything not in a bad way. way. I, just, I feel like, um, you know, the we covered a lot more uh, silly stuff. I know that I did, butthole for sure. surfer song where you never know how you look through other people's eyes, right? <laughs> That's a classic. Uh, this is why no, we're these, asking the question. Yeah. No, and I, I certainly um, had an outsider's perspective then, too, you know, because I wasn't in here writing anything, you know. Uh, I, and I've, I've never done anything serious. I don't think. No. No, that's there, perfect. There's probably been a couple of comics where they were covering serious topics, but, you know, I try to keep it light. I think um, you, did you do one on the Paris bombing or something like that? Maybe it was. Did that. Uh, I've done, a, you know, some police shootings, obviously, yeah. um, when, you know, it was like very They're local. so common that you just inevitably, they end up in the. Well, yeah. Well, it, when it's the big story of the week, you know, obviously, right. and like everyone has an opinion, obviously. Um, so, so maybe that d- does get us to our, our big question that I think. <laughs> That I want to know, and I know a little bit about it. Sometimes the process involves, you know, uh, calling me at noon or I call you. But what what is your process for coming up with the, the Sunday's cartoon? And what sort of things do you like? What sort of things do you, you not try to emulate from other cartoonists? Uh, how, and, and why do you like doing political cartoons? Because it's not really for every artist, right? It's, it's kind of an interesting niche. True. I actually don't like doing political cartoons. <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> you heard it here. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, civic cartoons. So, yeah. You know, topical I, topical one-panel cartoons. Like even Which you the, like, correct? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even the like political ones that cover like a specific bill, I mean even that can get, you know, very dry and inside baseball, so I tried to maybe expand that out a little bit. Uh, but 
as far as um, process goes, yeah, I, take us to like a standard Saturday. Like you roll out of bed after one too many old fashions at the speakeasy. Yeah, that's, that does happen. Because you're um, reinventing yourself right now, right? Yeah, rebrand currently. Um, Mike Allen rebrand. Post pandemic rebrand. Less currently beer. Going. I want to hear more about this. More yeah. muscles. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, so that? so during the pandemic, I um, just wasn't going out. Obviously, uh -huh. I just was staying home. You know, like a good citizen, and um, I that means I wasn't drinking. 30 beers a week. Um, so I lost weight and, um, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Mike was tapping the Banging. table and Bryce is over here just grinding his teeth. So just, then I held sorry, his Bryce. hand and I think we had a moment yeah, that I didn't moment. mean to have. I'm sorry. I was like, weight loss, Are we having here we oh, go, no. you know? I was just saying, don't tell me. Let's, let's go. We uh, bonded. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, so I lost some weight, um, got kind of fit. I was cooking all my own meals, and so um, I'm into that though. I mean, we yeah, can have a moment. I'm into for it. sure. Yeah, and, and now so you're then I was make like, all your own clothes, right? Yeah, so I already do that really? anyway. Um, make a lot of clothes, but um, yeah, I sew clothes at home. Um, so I was like, well, you know, I'm looking for a new new look. So because um, I've lived most of my 30s with just these are my work clothes, but um, you know, just a certain look. He's, a guy in, a, looks, he's in a hat and a t-shirt, but yeah, he, he <laughs> this is just like work day stuff. He looks like a guy. Well, what's the new look? So I uh, decided on Henleys for the shirt. Uh, you don't see them a lot. I think they I can. I don't know what that is. They can come <laughs> back. <laughs> Isn't that the denim? No, that's a chambray. Think Dexter. You know, Dexter. that's kind of what he wore. So lot. the light blue. Well, it's a, it's a, it's sort of like a, a t-shirt. It's sort of like a polo shirt without the collar, basically. So it has oh, buttons. Oh, that is not what I thought that was. Um, okay. And they can be long sleeve or short sleeve. Okay. It's a shirt style that I believe was invented in the 1960s. Um, kind of big back then, but it's kind of come and gone. Um, but anyway, I, I think it'd be a good look one. for myself. So I'm trying to... I am Get into so that. into this right now. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna, all need a rebrand. Yes. Yeah, we, Kylie, our marketing intern, is showing us yeah, a picture of a Henley shirt. Now, that's a great look. and you, uh, I'm going I mean, for that physique If you have well. that guy's pecs, say, yeah. you're going to wear you know, I'm working on that. I'm working shirt. on that. Yeah, yeah. I can't, the, you're not going to catch me in that. Um, <laughs> okay, so back that to got the way off big track, question. But, well, I forgot um, that you were rebranding. Are, we, are you going to like any like kerchiefs or bandanas? No, no, no. Just we're doing new shirts. Yeah, sort of, sort of trending that way. Any like, it's like hair a new look. changes? Um, maybe I've. This is kind of lazy, but I was thinking about growing this a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Beard, sorry, that look. right in time it. for July. That's the time. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> you want a thick beard? Um, okay, so back to the big question. Yeah, Tell sorry. us about. It's Saturday <laughs> afternoon. You've rolled out of bed after the speakeasy. You text James uh, Nim to make sure he's fine. Yeah. And then where? And then what? Uh, so. This actually starts a little earlier than Saturday, okay. despite what you may believe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm a big um, local news, um, you know, reader, listener. Junkie. So I listen, yeah, kind of, actually. I listen to, you know, local radio stations, you know, the, both the NPRs. Um, Reddit, 4chan. Uh, a little bit of Reddit, yeah. <laughs> uh, not 4chan, <laughs> hell no. Um, but... Uh, it's like a conspiracy theory platform. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry. there is a website on that that I do frequent. Uh, maybe I can. You're big into conspiracy theories. Bring that up, or not? Like uh, you, you don't yeah, believe. Yeah, don't say it, don't <laughs> say it that you, way. You, I'm sorry. Oh you, you enjoy conspiracy theory culture. Correct. You find it and fascinating. observing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, I'm right. not a part of it. Right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I read all these different <laughs> websites during the week, uh, including Nondoc, of course. Um, so I get an idea, something that sticks out. Usually, 
um, you can kind of divide the news stories into like tiers as far as jokes go, right? So there's ones that just kind of write themselves, of course, like um, Kevin Stitt's cookout a couple weeks ago. That's just so easy to just make a comic about it. it it's like a cartoon in itself, right? Right. Um, yep. Not saying good or bad. Which, by the way, you're, you, you have a, there's a secret here on your drawing of Kevin Stitt that each time you yes. draw him, his eyebrows get way bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and now I've been doing like the spiky thing he does with the front of his hair. Uh -huh. I've been doing that kind of bigger, like an yeah. anime character now. You know, He has so. a very cartoonable face. Oh, yeah. yes. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. There, oh. There's like a stock like, photo. In a good way, he's asking for it. He's, yeah, the, the, he's Marmaduke. He yeah. He's lovable and just like knocks over the coffee table occasionally. He doesn't know. And you're like, oh, it's there is a stock photo that a lot of the local news, uh, like a lot of the local journals use when they cover him. Uh, and it, he's like making this face. I don't know how to describe it, but he looks like he has his mouth full of water, kind of, but he's looking up. <laughs> oh, I know that so one. He's like, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It, it looks really funny. Like he's about to spit out some water he just drank. I, I don't know. I don't know why they use that photo. It's weird, but it's <laughs> so not that's the most flattering. The, it has a lot of character. So that's the top tier of easy No, no, jokes. that's, well, that's, I guess we could call it the lowest hanging fruit. Okay, all uh, right. But, and then there's ones that like are pretty easy topics, but you kind of have to think of a punchline, you know? And then there's ones that are, you know, kind of relatable to things people know about, but maybe you have to give them a lot of context in the imagery. And then, of course, there's the Trey Savage suggested ones, which are the most inside baseball, <laughs> inside the capital. That like Read these 500 words and then you can maybe understand. Yeah. <laughs> However many legislators there are, they're the only people that are going to understand the joke. So. And Trey. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, is it, so do you feel like your ability to come up with a punchline you feel good about, has that grown over the years? Yeah. Um, and so that's been uh, part of the growing process. And, and speaking of your question about the beginning of the site, um, I kind of didn't know how to um, write a punchline that people would just immediately could just look at and understand. Um, so I've kind of gone more towards the way the New Yorker does it, where they just, it's like one sentence, you uh -huh. know, <laughs> one thing, one person talking, that's it, you know, and, and I've kind of had to pare down, uh, the imagery a little bit over the years too, cause I found that more characters in the comic, it's it just, your eye can't land anywhere, you know, like who's, who's speaking, who's important in this, you know, I'm just looking at a crowd, you know, so it's a little bit tough. So when you read the news, do you kind of read it like through a comic? Yeah. Artist oh, yeah. lens. All the time. Uh, so I, I can give an example. Like one time I was driving home from work and, you know, I'm listening to like KGOU or whatever. And they bring up a local story about how the Oklahoma City public school system was hacked and they, they had some uh, ransomware, you know. And I was thinking, I just, I just busted out laughing in my car because I was just like, hackers are trying to get money from OKC public schools? <laughs> like, do they understand what school districts they're... Right. They're, or really any school district. I mean, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Pick something else to hack. And yeah. that was the comic, so... Um, I remember that one. It kind of works that way uh, most of the time. What's I your feel like, like that mm. was my first comic of yours I ever put on Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I remember that. Did you tag me in it? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been bad about that. I'm sorry. It's okay. okay. I don't care. Do Probably. you know what your most popular cartoon has been? Yes, it was very recent. Was um, it? Keanu Reeves being in an ice cream shop, um, which I barely even tried on my... You can look at the drawing quality of that one. You can see it. Eh, it's a little <laughs> bit lower quality than... People love celebs. I guess. But I think um, 
Google News picks them up sometimes. Uh, Which so, is weird because I don't think Google News picks up uh, like our other, like the difficult, you know, deep dive into, you know, state finances right. and things like Important that. Important things. Like they're just like, nope. And then see Mike drew, you know, uh, Keanu Reeves in the ice cream parlor. Making a Matrix joke. Right. And they're like, that. That's what the public needs well, to know. Well, maybe just mm-hmm. sprinkle Keanu Reeves references just into the other Just put a celebrity name articles. into everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's probably right. There was one that was very popular that I'm pretty proud of, and that was, um, I believe, two years ago. It was about the uh, music venues around OKC. Sometimes I, when I don't have an idea, like a news story about the week, I just kind of come up with like a broader Oklahoma topic that I think a lot of people can relate to. And that was one of them is there were um, quite a few more touring bands coming through here, um, you know, now as well, um, than there were, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. So I wrote about how all these music venues are doing a great job and how um, touring bands are coming through here more often. But uh, the, the comic itself was like the Drake meme where he's like going like that. Oh, yeah, that was know? a good one. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like the, the top panel was the touring bands in 2009, you know, yeah. and then the bottom panel is touring bands in Yes, I mean, that one did well. It did very well, So yeah. that's your favorite one? Uh, I don't know about my favorite. Um, I'm trying to think of what well, I would I, even I have a thought about that comic in particular because I remember getting at least one person was, was really mad, somebody who just like remembered the old green door. Oh, was yeah. just like mad because you get, you get some, some pretty good people, – people get – I think disproportionately upset. Yes, they do. About your comics sometimes. Yes, they do. Really? Like, and maybe it's just that, that again, they didn't read my expose on the Grand River Dam Authority or whatever. I mm-hmm. don't know. But where they got lost along the way. But uh, everybody's just like, yeah, no one read it. Um, <laughs> and, but uh, the people get mad about, you know, your, your, uh, so, the day in the life of the Q shaman, or what? What are some some instances oh, of people getting mad? Someone got mad about that one. No, oh, uh, not that one. Not okay. that one. But you remember? Oh, there's, there's a lot though. I was gonna get mad. About people that. get mad a lot. Um, and, or they, yeah. or they, one guy will be like, "I don't get it," you know. Or something. <laughs> there's a lot of that. A lot of I don't get it. There was so one they, guy recently that was like. He was like, I used to think these comics didn't have any bite to them, but now I kind of understand that they're like the the futility of life or something like that. <laughs> like it's demonstrating so, the futility of our our world, our modern world, or something. I was like, wow. okay, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's as good as like I, now he gets it. Yeah. That's as good as um, I meant to say this earlier uh, because of how you know disjointed our podcasts always are. Uh, I was talking to Robbie Korth of uh, State Impact earlier, and he I I said we were getting ready to record a podcast. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah I listen to you guys' News Dungeon podcast. It's actually pretty good. So I said that I, you, that's going to be our new slogan. Actually, yeah. pretty good. Actually, pretty good. Not or better always than I thought. Terrible. Haven't we got a better Passable. than I thought? I think funnier than I thought. Yeah, funnier than no I thought. No one thought we could, could be, be funny. Yeah. Um, so anyway, okay. We're doing awesome. Mike, back <laughs> really to your, your uh, any other elements of your comic process because now you've actually started streaming on twitch mm-hmm. and you've had like half a dozen people watching i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah last week uh, last week we had like 14 i think oh, nice. that was pretty good so i actually showed off some of my really old non-doc comics on the stream because nice. uh, people there are a lot of people that were just like new to like the whole what process the hell is this stuff. yeah and i was showing off like all the dragon ball z references i used to make on the site and like yeah. nobody understood any right. of it yeah so, yeah um, you used to go in Street Fighter. A lot of Street Fighter references Fighter as references. well. Um, that yeah. was a theme for one of your art shows, wasn't it? 
Yeah, no. that was the very first yeah. art show. Oh. Street Fighter. Okay. Yeah, there that was go. that's what kicked it off. Um, Appropriate. Yeah, it was well attended. Pun intended. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> right in the face. <laughs> uh, no, um, so yeah, now I'm streaming it on Twitch. Um, Twitch.tv slash Muddy Mallon if you want to watch. Uh, every Muddy, Saturday afternoon. Muddy Mallon. That's mm-hmm. your Instagram handle. M-U-D-D-Y-M-A-L-L-E-N. Correct. Yep. And that's a whole story of that name, but I won't get into that here. Uh, this is a podcast about I just imagine you use like stories. Pigpen as a child, you know? No, it has to do with um, a Nirvana album, uh, The Muddy Banks of the Wooshka. Uh, it's kind of a rare album. Uh, is that Inside Baseball? A little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, it's a long, it's an old gamer handle anyway. Uh, long uh-huh. time ago. Pretty good. Uh, anyway, but yeah, I, I, I'm streaming the process on Twitch now, so you can actually watch um, like start to finish mostly. I, I get the idea before that, but yes, I do roll out of bed. I lay on my couch, just stare at the ceiling for a little while while listening to music, and then it just – I usually have a topic and the people involved, like what I want to draw, like what I want to illustrate, and then it's like, well, what's funny about this? Like what are they – doing what are they saying what's what objects are in it you know what what is the focus so and it usually needs to be like th- three things two people one thing you know one object um and then like one line basically mm-hmm. so a couple weeks ago trace was asking me to do <clears throat> one that had like four different politicians in a wrestling ring <laughs> and i was just like I don't know about this. Like, this is just way too many people. And so I, I pared it down to just two, you know. Yeah, it's good. So I think, it, I think the, the house was really upset that Charles McCall was not seen as, as substantially uh, taller than Greg Treat. But Okay. See, I, I don't see these people in person. I just have, yeah. you know, Google <laughs> image search that's pictures that are like That's a, a petty thing to up. be concerned about. Yeah. Um, the uh, Okay. Well, that I think the answers are, are big Big question, I guess. Um, now, I do have a question because, uh, Andrea, you you can't you joined Nondoc uh, leaving a place known for its cartoons, one-panel uh, civic-themed cartoons or cultural-themed sometimes. It's just whatever-themed. Yeah. Themed, yeah. <laughs> uh, esoteric. And so <laughs> you worked at The New Yorker. I worked at The New Yorker. What, what stories can you tell us about, about The New Yorker cartoon world? Um... Ooh, stories about the New Yorker cartoon. I mean, it's a, it is its own little world. There's like an editor and an assistant editor, and they kind of have their little kingdom in one corner of the office. And every Tuesday at noon, this is like a ritual if you're a New Yorker cartoonist or like any cartoonist can show up. So if you go to New York on a Tuesday, if you want to show up with your cartoons at the New Yorker office, you can. Wow. Um, and you bring in a bunch of cartoons and you just kind of pitch them in person to the editor. And I don't think that's the final decision process, but they do kind of like, First round comes from that, and it sounds like incredibly nerve wracking. And you know, all these people have stories of like, I showed up every Thursday, every Tuesday for five years before Bob bought my first cartoon. Bob was the old cartoon editor. Um, yeah, but the cartoonists I feel like have a real. You can like spot a cartoonist. <laughs> <laughs> they have a look. Are they're, they wearing Henleys? You're like, yeah. is it Tuesday? Oh, yeah. <laughs> because they're right. all guy. wearing Henleys. They're wearing Henleys and hats. And a full beard. Exactly. Yeah. And they're like jacked. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> working on it. Um, so you have uh, okay. So, but didn't you know the one of the cartoon editors or that after Bob? Didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I worked. I worked with these people. <laughs> they were around. Okay. Yeah. Um, what do you do? You have any questions? About I was just. I feel like I weirdly have a 
weird connection to maybe a cartoon editor up there, uh, Emma Allen? Yeah. Okay, yeah. She I, is the cartoon editor okay. now, yeah. There, she that, uh, took over after. How we're do you not, know We're Emma? not related. Uh, okay. It's just uh, I am friends with one of her friends, I guess. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, you so, need to show up kind of with a, a cartoon and don't tell her that it's already run in non-doc. You know, it'd be like, listen, people mm, are going to love this cartoon. This is about, about the Grand s- River Dam Authority. It's hilarious. Let me tell you the toils and tribulations of a state-owned power utility. Um, if you like equate it to like the meaning of life, maybe they would enjoy that. The so. bonding yeah. capacity yeah. has not been increased since the mid-80s. Travesty. It's a shame. Can we, yeah, can we road trip? Can we do a non-doc road trip? I, so, listen, if we were in the legislature, they'd invite us up to a giant party every summer. Well, what I would say that wrong? sounds a bit dry, but it's a damn. <laughs> Zing. Oh, uh, okay, so, um, all right, well, I just wanted to bring in the, the New Yorker uh, element of that. Um, I guess we have a historical okay. nugget. It's we, my turn. Can we put the yes. nug in the bowl and fire it up for the cartoon? Yes, sir. Um, okay, so I've, actually I've got two. The first political cartoon in the United States was the Joiner Die, the Benjamin Franklin like woodcutting with the snake chopped Benjamin up. Franklin did that? Benjamin Franklin was the publisher of the Pennsylvania Gazette at the time. And he, uh, it's the most famous cartoon in history. It's the first, it's the Joiner Die woodcut with the snake and the, the colonies and the, yeah. So that is the first one. I did think that was sort of interesting, but way better than that is this one um, brought to us by one of our guests that's here in office drinking pickle beer at midnight. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is called the Alexa Menos Graffito. It's a piece of Roman graffiti scratched in plaster on the wall of a room near the Palestine Hill in Rome. Yeah, let me make this big so you can put your eyeballs on it. Sorry, listener. You're Not just going to you. have to put your ears on it. Um, so it was made at uh, circa 200, and this image image seems to show a young man worshiping a crucified donkey-headed figure. The Greek inscription approximately translates to Alexa Menos worships his god, lowercase g, indicating that the graffiti was apparently meant to mock a Christian named Alexa Menos. So even on in the plaster of the wall of a churchy-type thing, an important place, um, yeah, cartoons are, are happening. Wow. I love it. It looks like um, a math equation I used to do in school, like long division. Let, yeah. At least from my angle over here. If you're listening to this podcast and, you, and you're and you like, I got to see what they're talking about, you can go to nondoc.com forward slash tag forward slash, not, oh, I can't even go there. Just right. look for the latest Just podcast. Just look for the latest post. podcast. It'll be at the yeah. post Pictures on and links, yeah. I'm going to oh. write it later, so it'll be mine. <laughs> it'll be there. I can totally, totally see I mean, that I in New Yorker. That's <laughs> technically, <laughs> that's so New Yorker. Oh. Just copy oh my that gosh. and take it on Tuesday. Yes. Um, I mean, technically, I guess that's graffiti, but I feel I feel like it is in the vein of a sort of political, civically minded cartoon, right? Yeah? Mm-hmm. You would never, you would never. Uh, I probably wouldn't draw anybody with a donkey head. Yeah, but, I feel that. You know. Well, they were hey, harsh. Only, they were harsh back Wednesday. then. I like the um, surfs up p- pose the guy is doing. So they, they think that pose is maybe like, uh, so they're saying Alexa Menos is probably a soldier and he's worshiping Jesus with a donkey head on the cross. I mean, this is terrible. Um, I hope my mom's not Your mom listening. is going to be really Yeah, upset. I just had to mention my mom this episode. It's <laughs> been a couple of episodes. I thought we were going to get I'm her in here. En- I'm not endorsing this. Somebody else found this for me on Wikipedia. I'm good. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So it's, uh, you know, 200, circa 200 was a rough time. 
They were harsh. So. Harsh. Yeah. No empathy. No deodorant. And that. Minos, uh, Minos sounds Greek. Okay. Um, so I guess, I mean, my, my, my final, not my final, I don't have a final question. Uh, I am curious, like, what you don't like about the traditional political cartoon that you might pick up in the Oklahoman or something like that. Like, what, what bugs you about that? And then, and then what do you try to do instead? Okay, so this is kind of the reason I don't like doing political cartoons is I, I think the, the, um, the, when you call it a political cartoon, I think there's an expectation of something that I, um, is very, very specific, you know, and it's something I don't like, which is uh, I, I feel like a lot of political cartoons, especially the ones you see nationally, like just absolutely beat you on the head with the message or whatever they're trying to say. It, right. It's so it, it's awful. Trump's big and loud or yeah, you know, Biden's know, I, old and confused. I saw one where like they had like Trump, you know, with a like a toy car in a living room and he's like a baby and the parents are like, just let him play, you know, or, you know, he, just let him do his thing or something. I'm just like, okay, you know. Like the joke is Trump's a baby. Yeah, like exactly. That's, yes. that's all there is. Yeah. yeah, and then there's just nothing to it. There's nothing clever. There's nothing, there's no layers to it. Um, yeah. So actually, when when I would have, when I have a subject for something, I, I try to um, not make it too obvious or maybe take a different angle than you would normally think on something. And I usually try to put um, uh, a couple layers into it so where you can kind of read into it two different ways. And I think that Kevin Stitt Meathead one is a good example of this recently. Uh, so yes, I'm drawing a comic where I'm calling him a meathead, right? But he himself leaned into that term. So he's he's saying, yes, I'm a top 10 meathead, right? So <laughs> I mean, you can look at it like it's like pro-stit as well as, as anti-stit, you know? So it's kind of a... It always a makes man. it challenging for me to put a headline on these things. Yeah, so I try some, to. Sometimes I have to call you and be like, well, help me come up with this. So if, if you are listening and you, and you want to see all of Mike's uh, comics uh, since the inception of the website, um, you can go to nondoc.com forward slash tag. It's T-A-G forward slash comics, plural. And it's there and you can follow him on Instagram and all that. Um, I think it's been wonderful chatting with you, Mike. You are like the OG of the staff. Um, we used to just pay you in beer. Now we pay you in cash and beer, which reminds me that before you leave, we need you to sign up for Paycom, which is our new payroll system. So uh, oh, we can just... I've heard of that company. Yeah, we can chronicle it. I think they're going to own the basketball arena or something, maybe. Is that the, is well, that I've the heard rumor? I've heard some rumors, yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, uh, You're also a big basketball fan, so yes. you, know, you get to do some like Sam Presti comics sometimes. Uh, yeah, the sports comics don't do that well. I guess that, that would be... And maybe another podcast another time I could talk about what, what Nodoc readers like and what they don't like. But No, tell us. We want to know. Yeah, we got like five yeah. minutes left. Okay, yeah. We so. actually have all the time in the world. <laughs> Nobody has anywhere to go. That so, one, it, I actually have to go pay the taxes, get the taxes oh, yeah. done in the next like hour. But yeah, other than that, we got <laughs> all the time in the world. Other than Chase's taxes. Obviously, uh, if you're a reader and you're listening to this, uh, you understand that Kevin Stitt is a gold mine. Like, like that brings him out of the woodwork. You know, everybody has something to say. Uh, legislator, legislature, um, that usually does really well, uh, if it's not too inside baseball. Uh, and then the, the broader the topic, like a lot of sports topics, they don't really do well. A lot of sports comics don't do well. Like one of my favorites recently it was, uh, before the, uh, OU football season, I had a couple sitting in the, the bleachers and they're, you know, isolated. So that, you know, they're spread out and the, the guy's telling the woman sitting there, he's like, 
you know, now the coaches can hear all the advice I shout at them after every play. <laughs> I thought it was like <laughs> really funny. Because if you've ever been to a live sporting event, you know, like people are just shouting. Pick out a number and hit somebody. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, play so, through the whistle. But that just did, did not go over well with the readers. Really? So sports fans are not funny. I guess I guess not. Okay. I don't, they yeah, don't, I, uh, they don't. Humorless click. folks. I, they don't comment. No. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I have a whole thing about like how we now have some actual basketball fans, but for like the first few several years of the Thunder being here, it's just it was just people who liked the team but didn't know any, anything about basketball. Just like fire Greg Popovich, he's terrible, you know. That kind I've, of thing. Yeah, I've had some arguments with you about Thunder fans before. That's oh, true. okay. Oh, yeah. Away right. from the site, but uh, yeah, we <laughs> don't have to get into that. But uh, yeah, not uh, dungeon based. That's good. Do we need to do any nods to yes. our pod? Let me yes, let me do pod nods real quick, folks. Um, so now uh, I want to take some time to thank our donors. Um, so let's give a round of applause for John Paul McCain, Dale and Ellen Ingram, Bailey Perkins, Andrew Rice, Karma Robinson, Joe Evans, and Charles Davis. Thank you guys. Um, we love donations, of course, and people can send them. Uh, we, you can sign up and do it monthly or just one time, and even $5 is amazing. Um, we are reader-funded, so we appreciate our readers and their generosity. We also want to say a big thank you to two of our sponsors, Home Creations, which is an Oklahoma-based home builder, and they've been a sponsor for forever, and they're awesome, and thank you very much. And then also the Association of Oklahoma General Contractors, who are doing big things and working hard, and we appreciate their support as well. So... Yeah, Angela's yeah. trying to get her roads fixed. That's what that's what her goal is. <laughs> <laughs> Fix our roads. Um, that, by, by the way, just an They're update on a bad, past right? podcast from like two months ago. Mm. They still haven't fixed those potholes. The pothole is there. It Shocking. Is a train wreck. But There's I have, so many I have right purposely now, I have purposely driven down Western now several times just to like look at it. I have I'm, this weird obsession. I'm trying to obsession. hit them to make them bigger so oh. that like people can't. Like it, like it needs to. The city manager needs to. It's already so bad, though. I don't. I know. I'm trying <laughs> to hit the edge. I'm anything? trying to hit the edges just to fuck it up uh, even more. You know what's going to be bigger, to, Trace? Your insurance. Okay? I don't care. <laughs> keep hitting them. I don't care. These. I, I'm fed up. <laughs> wow. That was price <laughs> like that. Yeah. I don't know that I'm supposed to hit the, Hands table. Off the table. Hand me some of that banana bread. Uh, no. Um, well, listen, Mike. It's been. Uh, it's been terrific. Um, I appreciate all the donors. Uh, by the way, if you ever, Karma Robinson, you 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 named her. Uh, she made a little donation because she wanted to see if she could get a comic that you did printed uh, and signed to give to somebody. She did that. So if anybody out there ever, there's a comic that you know you need a big, nice printed copy, uh, reach out to us. A little donation might uh, make us get you one of those. Um, <laughs> On that note, do are we done or do we have any? I have one more question. Ooh. Oh, oh one more thing before I forget. Perfect. Um, I just want to ask you guys what your very first job was, like mm. high school or whatever. Mm. First uh, okay. job, paid job. Like, yeah, like not chores around the house. Okay, type. I was gonna say like <laughs> lemonade stand is that. Kind well, of I like I volunteered at I volunteered at Meals on Wheels, but I no did paid not job, get paid, paid job, and okay. Hey, John. Money, money, money. I, so I have to say, I uh, just entered the workforce with a bang. So I started with two jobs simultaneously, but I wanted to 
get me some wheels, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> um, so I w- worked the front desk at an acting studio, like a place that represented actors and did clients and uh, uh, did classes and stuff like that. So I sort of sorted the headshots and you know, did the database and cute, hideous, cute, hideous. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it was really awful because they wanted me to sort them by age. But as a 16 or 17 year old, I have no idea (laughs) how old ancient, ancient, ancient. they're my age or they're not. (laughs) That's all I know. Um, And then I also worked at Sonic and I did Mm. wear roller skates for one day. How'd that go? Not well. Okay. (laughs) Um, I got a brand. Okay. Anyway, no, you know the song? I got a brand new pair of roller skates. Well, I got a brand new pair of roller skates. You got a brand new key. I think that we should get together and try them out to see. I've been uh, okay, my, my, everybody's looking at me. My first paid job, I'm pretty sure, was I, I volunteered when I was like 15 at Westwood Veterinary Hospital in Norman. And then the next summer, I returned in a, in a minimum wage capacity. So I cleaned, it that a, much. I cleaned out a lot of um, kennels and mm. walked a lot of dogs. <laughs> uh, and then like also just, you know, since I was under 18, I was like, a, I was like an unlicensed vet tech, right? So I was in <laughs> scrubs. Um, and in fact, this harkens back to the end of the last podcast episode uh-huh. where I said I could tell you a story about artificially inseminating a dog. Yeah, but so we're, that, we're not going to ever reference that. the pet cast anymore. No, yeah, well, that's a pretty good story. Dead Long story us. short, we messed it up, and the guy came back out the next time wearing a face shield. So anyway, oh, no, uh, the, the guy being the owner. No, the vet, the other vet tech. Yeah, I was fortunately <laughs> holding the face of the dog he was anyway. not he was not oh yeah. my so it was like it was it was like a physics deal with like a pipette and like if you release and then like reverse suction you know and just okay anyway we'll get it. so um <laughs> the so i yeah that was so i got a lot of funny stories from that but also like terribly sad stories like yeah. sitting like because i was under 18 i wasn't allowed to uh be in the x-ray room for like when a it, so they take like an animal in for an X-ray, then they go de- like develop the X-rays. So then I just had to like hang out in the in the room with the cat that like half of it isn't working. Oh, you no. know, you loved it. just like crawling you along. I'm like, that. you're gonna die in 20 minutes. Like it's fine. Oh, Give me wow. the pink serum. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the pink serum. Yeah. So um, that's not a funny story. Is no, it? it's not. But I learned how to I learned how to handle like death. So, oh, good. Um, okay. well, I guess handle it. I don't maybe know. Maybe that could be our literally, next podcast. Liter- yeah. Literally. Mortality. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mortality. Right. So, um, from the news. Like the Black Sabbath song, like uh, Iron Man, like kills the people he once saved. Like I remember distinctly that song playing on like KRXO when oh my. when we were like putting an animal this down. That sounds traumatizing. And then it's there like, was the time that the, the <laughs> This is where the dungeon yeah, started, like right? Like it you... had like a wound on its arm. And then like it was like from like the little axe area and they brought it in. And so we like, you know, wrapped up the wound and everything like that. And then like two days later, like the cat's just like on the verge of death and we unwrapped the thing and they'd taken it to some like country doctor out by Lake Thunderbird who'd filled it with maggots. No. And so like, you know, just to to clean out the, I mean, that's supposed to work. Yeah. Daniel Miley sitting over in the corner. (laughs) He knows like he has medical grade maggots at his pharmacy. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So next they time they do a we'll, very clean job. Next um, time we'll talk about poop implants. Audio so, um, gold, you guys. Audio gold. Okay. 
on that note, that was my, yeah, I, so I'm a weird person because at 16, my parents were like, this seems like a good place to have you go work. No, I think, no, I think it was. That was good for you. Okay. I'm glad what you did that. You? Uh, one sec. I feel like this is where Trace got the, uh, the charcuterie thing from, where the, the Trace's favorite word. It's a real charcuterie in here. I feel like you, what? That, that's what started from, from this dog pet place. It's charcuterie. Wait, yeah. what? What do you think charcuterie is? No, it's what Trace thinks. Oh no, I, I know, know what, what it is. is. I know what it is. It's a plate of meats and cheeses and yeah. pickles and what. But for, for a long time, Trace, I think either thought it meant some like a like a crazy situation or uh, just used it in that context. Yeah, I don't remember that time period of my life. I, I love it though. This I, is like I, with it. Let's six go with years it. ago, it. I want to say. Get me a pickle beer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what is uh, What's the code word? Uh, not very interesting. But my first job was um, uh, a sacker at Crest in Edmond. Appropriate. Uh, a yeah. store that is still very good. I still shop there sometimes. Uh -huh. uh, I don't live in Edmond, but I go up there to shop. My Sonic was you're in like, Edmund. You're a little. That's right. You're a little OCD. You probably you probably sacked a good sack. Yeah. Cute. No. And and so when I go to the sack. grocery store now, and I go to Crest, I organize the groceries mm. in a way that they're going to put them in the sacks. So let me ask like, you because I always do kind of like heavy items first mm -hmm. when I put them on because I'm like, don't be putting this thing under that thing. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go correct? Your, your frozen, your colds, uh -huh. and th usually they're kind of heavy a lot uh -huh. of the time. So you want to do those first as yeah. So they go in the bottom. Uh -huh. uh, but yeah, like items together uh -huh. a lot of the time, you know, you don't want to put your vegetables in with a lot of this sharp is, edges. This is a huge issue for me. Like I am mm -hmm. definitely feeling this. Like with the way you put your groceries in a bag is important. Oh yeah. Meat, paper obviously or plastic. separate, eggs mm -hmm. separate. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I, I couldn't, I couldn't wait anymore. <laughs> the pickle beer has, has oh, come pickle out. Pickle beer has, it's, that smells like a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> it's called dead armadillo. Pickle that's recovery. The, that's oh, the brewery. Wow. I'm going to love it. Okay, Beer Andrea, what was your flavors. first job? Oh, mine was real nerdy and not that fun. It was, um, I worked for like a medical research study based out of the VA hospital in Denver. It was a cardiac study about oh, whether gosh. results were better. <laughs> <laughs> if you put patients on like a heart machine where their heart stopped completely during the surgery, uh -huh. or if you just slowed the heart way down, uh -huh. what, like what, had better outcomes and so I did like a bunch of data entry and I like ran around delivering things to surgeons who were incredibly mean even though I was like 16 years old mm -mm. what were the were, yeah were the results conclusive I was gonna say were I mean, some of the outcomes bad <laughs> like really like you had to be like dead neurological things like they would have people like do neurological tests after the surgeries and there was a difference I don't know the study went on for years after I was there so, I don't so we know don't know which is better I, I don't, somebody knows. We need knows. to call I Dr. Don't Madison. Know. I don't know. But like, I think who signs up for that study? Well, you're having the heart surgery anyway. Know. And oh. both of these are like, it's not like two, you know, it's it's not like one is a completely untested thing. They're both kind of like okay. technologies that Either are fine. Or. But yeah. So if I have I heart see. surgery, I need to go in and ask like, hey, are you about, are, am I going full dead or just... I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. You're going like, you to have a lot of questions. type in like a really bad outcome that's like death. If you are going to have heart surgery, you're going to have a lot of questions. That might be one of them. Yeah, you, you might want to ask about the heart pump situation. I just I feel like 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds should be sacking groceries at Crest or roller skating yeah. at Sonic. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think like not having had a job like that is was a loss for yeah. my life. Bryce, yeah. what was your what I, was your I might I might take the cake for uh, weirdest first job. Um Bryce Holland, our audio engineer. Yeah, producer. So, so I grew up uh in southeast Oklahoma, uh which is still in a lot of ways, or at least when I was a kid, was like the Wild West. Um they would make and let kids do whatever for their first job. Uh my first job sounds innocuous enough. I uh worked uh, at a state park. 
um, I was hired on as a maintenance guy, which sounded like, oh, you're just going to clean bathrooms and everything. Um, in practice, uh, my first day on the job, uh, they said, uh, okay, um, here's, here's a state vehicle. Uh, I was 16, which was illegal for them to do, <laughs> but they gave me the keys to a state vehicle. And they put me in charge of a team of work release convicts. <laughs> of, uh, oh my God. Five, five work release convicts from uh, Jackie Brannon uh, in McAllister, Oklahoma. Um, I was their supervisor. And these I'm were sorry. These were pretty what? pretty hard dudes, but I became really good friends with them because uh -huh. they gave me their commissary money oh. and right. sent me down to the liquor store. Yeah. And I would I would buy them dip and I'd buy them porn <laughs> that they would keep stashed at the place where they were doing work release. And they became my buddies. Of oh. course they did. How were you okay. allowed to buy those things at 16? He because I was, exactly he was like in that. Southeast because Oklahoma. Because I, I was in Southeast exactly Oklahoma. Like and I, his own full beard the, by then. The like only, yeah, the only fair. difference between yeah, the only difference between thirty-five-year-old Bryce and sixteen-year-old Bryce is the amount of gray that I, have. <laughs> um, I, I looked the, very much the same. Um, and so, yeah, and I'd go and buy them stuff, and they were my my friends. Do you keep in touch? No, no, no holiday was, cards. It was a, it was a really weird summer um, of of managing these these convicts and um, and cleaning out. State park bathrooms and hauling off roadkill and mm -hmm. stuff like that. That was a big summer for you. Yeah. It, was one summer you did it? Yeah, it was just one summer that I did it. I thought for sure you were going to say that you just had to chase off other teens who were like making out in like oh some no no there was no there was no something. there was no teens that went to this state okay park. no just was, just uh, straight straight up convicts that's way better though yeah yeah that's there way was, better and there was about five of them and they were in for a variety of offenses <laughs> and uh, I learned more about. <laughs> Uh, prison life than I probably any 16 year old should have. No, learned, but that's, but. I mean, that's good. Like you, maybe you made a choice about your life based on those friendships. Yeah, yeah. it's possible. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, was, time will tell. We shall that see. That was, that was my first job. So. Well, that's pretty good. Wow. I think that I'm glad you, <laughs> you uh, chimed in on, on that. <laughs> yes. uh, on that note, I think that's all the time we have for this episode. Um, rate us, review us, like us, Five stars, uh, please. follow Muddy Mallon on Instagram. Check out the Sunday's comic, nondoc.com forward slash tag forward slash comics to see uh, how uh, much his skills have improved over the years. <laughs> uh, yeah. Give us five stars, I guess. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Always. I don't know. Yeah. Every time. I give us a pickle beer. Seven, seven stars, stars is better. Seven stars. Five. This mm -hmm. can says, caution, taste ahead. Ooh, that's my favorite kind of caution. We should put that in the headline for this podcast. <laughs> Live from the News Dungeon is a non-doc.com production. Produced and edited by Bryce Holland.